I talked about your next season. And I also gave you five signs that God is transitioning you from your current season to the next season. And today, I want to continue in the same line. And I want to talk about four different seasons that we have on the face of this earth. In fact, we are going to go through those four different seasons in detail that we may be able to relate to what God is doing in our lives during different seasons of our lives. Living in a particular season and transitioning to the next season from one season to another season is what we do on the face of this earth. There are four different seasons that we experience on the face of this earth. Even though we don't experience all the four different seasons effectively in different locations on this earth, in the northern hemisphere, suddenly we experience all the four different seasons very effectively. And as we go through this different season, we realize that one season is totally different from the others, another season. And they are very distinct. And it is very evident that one season is totally different from the another season. The way that we get ready to handle the season, the way that season, each season has impact over our lives, they clearly tell us that each season is different from the other. Last week I said the scientific or astronomical reason why on the face of this earth we experience different seasons. I want to take you through the same slide now. Earth revolves around the sun in an elliptical orbit. And one complete revolution takes, uh, uh, revolution takes 365 days. So in one year, Earth makes one complete revolution around sun, keeping sun at the center. Earth also rotates in its own axis. And it takes 24 hours for Earth to make a self-rotation in its own axis. In fact, that causes day and night on the face of this Earth. Earth's own axis of rotation that causes day and night is also tilted with respect to the plane, it of, uh, in fact, orbital plane, with a tilt of 23.4 degree. And th this tilt causes different seasons on the faces, face of this earth, spring, summer, fall, and winter. These are the four seasons they are caused by the tilt that the earth has with respect to its own axis of rotation. Bible talks about different seasons that we experience today on the face of this earth. In fact, very long ago, God spoke to Noah about all the four seasons that we are going through on the face of this earth. When Noah and his children and all the animals and the birds, you know, they were part of, the, part of the ark when they escaped through the flood. And there we realize God is making a covenant with Noah. So as God made a covenant with Noah, Noah also made a God also made a covenant to Noah concerning different seasons. And this is what God said. We read that in Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. God said, while the earth remains, seed time, 
spring, the harvest, the fall, cold, the winter, and heat, the summer, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. God made a covenant to Noah saying, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest time, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. You know, how many years before God spoke to Noah and until that point of time and even today seasons happening. I just believe, strongly believe when God spoke to Noah, the same words, Genesis 8:22, he gave a little tilt to the earth just to make sure that a season will happen until the earth exists. That's what exactly God did you know, astronomers today find out various reasons. What is the reason for the tilt, the 23.4 degree tilt of the earth's own axis? And you know what? This is the reason. Because God spoke, the moment God spoke that word, the earth made a tilt of 23.4 degree. Bible has an answer for the season. Each season is characterized by its influence that it makes on the face of this earth. In fact, in fact it makes a deeper influence over the entire creation of the earth. And the characteristics of each season, also they have a spiritual significance in our lives as we are influenced by these different seasons of life. A detailed study about the seasons may help us to know in what season currently we are in our lives and what season we are transitioning to. You know, this year is all about transition. This year is all about God doing something new in your life. And we talked about on the first day morning, early morning, that God, in order for God to do something new, the world has to go. For the world has to go. A change must happen in our lives. And when that change happens in our lives, that change is nothing but a transition that takes us from the old to the new, from our earlier season, the current season, into the new season that is coming in our lives. So we have already started this sermon series in the very early time of this year called Living Through the Seasons. A sermon series called Living Through the Seasons. Last week in the first sermon, we talked about your next season. And today we are going to talk about living through the seasons. A season of winter. Living through the season of winter. In the northern hemisphere here, over here, we are living in a season of winter. Among the four different seasons, winter is the coldest of all. Winter, in fact, comes between the fall and spring. So during winter, many things happen. You know, most of us here, we know very well what really uh, we experience during winter. The temperature goes down, drops down to very low. And you know, winter is also known for many things. It's known for snow. It's known for ice, snowstorm, and freezing rain. There are more phenomena, more things are happening during winter over here. Winter season, during winter season, we experience very short days and long nights. And during winter season, people cannot really just step out just as they are. They really need to, you know, clothe themselves with many layers of clothing. Most of the homes are warmed up 
with various types of heat sources such as oil heating, electrical heating, baseboard heating, heat pumps, and even you know some, some houses, they, many houses they use the old school of heating with furnace, fire, fireplace and chimney. Trees and plants, they don't grow during the season of winter. Most plants are quiescent or they dormant, they become inactive during the season of winter. Many animals sleep a great deal of time in their lives. Why, not? Why animals, even human beings? We tend to sleep long hours during winter. Many animals even hibernate during winter. Many birds and animals, they migrate towards warmer places for survival reasons. You know, all these are happening in the nature basically to conserve the limited amount of resources that are available during winter. We do experience great snowfalls. Icicles hanging on from the roof, rooftop, snow covering the mountain, and hill stations becoming uh, uh, winter resorts during these times for, 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 to attract tourists during this season. People also get engaged themselves in winter sports such as sledding and skiing and snowboarding and uh, skating and various other winter sports during the season. You know, these are some of the characteristics of the season that we are studying, the season of winter. Out of all these things I spoke today, that's what in fact I will do in the coming weeks too. Out of all these things that I spoke, there are a couple of noticeable impacts that winter makes on human. Or there are a couple of noticeable impacts that human is experiencing today because of the season in which he is. There are three things that I just want to highlight right now. Number one, shorter days and longer nights. Keeping oneself closer to a heat source during the time of winter. And number three, plants and trees go dormant. They're going dormant and animals hibernating. These are the three characteristics that we are going to deal with today. Number one, shorter days and longer nights. Can you, if you can just say that with me. Shorter days and longer nights. Keeping oneself closer to a heat source. Plants and trees going dormant and animals hibernating during this season. Number one, let's talk about it. Shorter days and longer nights. The reason why we live, especially those who are living in the northern hemisphere, experience shorter days and longer nights, it's simply because of the tilt of Earth's axis with respect to the orbital plane. The, obviously, the portion of the Earth that is tilted towards the sun is going to get more exposure for a long time, longer time. The portion of this Earth that is tilted away from the sun is going to get lesser exposure during the lesser amount of the day. Shorter days give us a very little window of opportunity for us to work for us to do what we want to do. Nothing much could happen once it becomes dark. You know, that's very true. People who are living in the Northern Hemisphere, we know that we see people returning home from work even at three o'clock in the evening because by around four o'clock it becomes dark. During the dark times, there is nothing much that could happen. 
And God wants, to, wants us to make use of our time during the day. When the day exists, God wants us to make use of the opportunity. And when it becomes night, there is only limited things that we could do. Jesus, in fact, he spoke about this. John chapter 9, verse 4, Jesus said, if you can read with me. John chapter 4, sorry, John chapter 9, verse 4, this is what Jesus said. Jesus said, I must work the works of God who sent me while it is day. Because the night is coming when no one can work. The same way the shorter days allow us to work only during a limited time. Jesus is telling us this morning, we need to work while it is day. Because the night is coming and no one can work. Night simply refers to those dark days of your life. Listen to me this morning. All of you have dark days. The days we are sick. The days we don't feel like doing anything because we are emotionally down. I'm talking about the dark days that you are going through. Some of you may be going through it right now as you listen. The dark days are followed by a loss of a dear one in your family. Maybe a tragedy that took place in your family. The days of our old age when we will not be able to function the way we want to function. Those are the dark days that are coming and that are already there on the face of this earth. And when we go through these dark days in our lives, we will not be able to do the things that we want to do. The day is going to become shorter and shorter in those days. We tend to sleep. We tend to hibernate. We tend to become inactive during those days. As Jesus said, we must do what we need to do when it is still day. Children of God, we are living in day right now. We are not living in our darker days yet. We are living in a good days right now. You are going through, you know, always I say that now is the best time that you can ever expect in your life. There may be or may not be another time. And now is the best time. In this new year, God wants us to make use of every available time. No matter when, what age group you are, you may be 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, whatever age group you may be, remember we all have a limited time in front of us. This morning I want to talk about the time that is in front of us. We don't have much days ahead of us. We have a limited time that is in front of us. We are living in a time that days are shorter, but the night is longer and it's going to become more longer and longer. The days that we are living is shorter. But the days that we are going to be dormant, we are going to be in the grave, is going to be much longer than the days that we are living on the face of this earth. God wants you to work. God wants you to self-motivate yourself. God wants you to grow. God wants you to become available. God wants you to do the work of God. God wants you to be useful to somebody. And this morning, and the, the beginning of the year, on the first Sunday of, the, of 2022, God is telling us that the days are going to become shorter and shorter. And God wants us to make use of every opportunity. Psalm 90 verse 12 says, the psalmist cry out to God, let this be our cry, your cry and my cry this morning. So teach us to number our days.
Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I wish we all have a chart where we can put the days that are remaining in our lives. I wish we know the day that's going to be the last day of our lives and we come back, come, for, come backward and to see, put in a chart the number of days we have on the face of this earth and each day goes, can you check off each day and we will know remaining how many days we have on the face of this earth. People who lived ahead of us, people who lived before us, they are just gone. They are not here. And there is going to be a day and that day we are gone. We are no more be, he being here. At the beginning of the year, God wants you and me to take a decision not to waste our time. Not to waste our time. The winter, the season of winter is teaching us the days are shorter and shorter in our lives and we can't afford to waste our time. Spend your spare time wisely. I want you to spend your spare time wisely. For your benefit, in the next slide, I put a couple of things. Here are a couple of things that probably you can do in your spare time. This is a suggestion. Get a capture of the screen. And this is what I want you to work on. This is what God wants you to work on in this coming year. To effectively spend the day that is available in front of you before night strikes your life. You can pray. You can read. And you can meditate the word of God. You can read books, and those who are talented, you can, most of us are talented. A couple of weeks before we talked about your story, start writing your story. Start writing what God has done in your life. Read books and start writing. Involve in ministry. Help others, volunteer, support, and encourage others, motivate others, spend time for others, bring them up in their lives. Those who are unable to run along with you, just give them a hand so that they'll be able to run along with you. Invest your time for personal growth. Spend time with family and children. Couple of things that we can do when we are still having day in our hands, even as we are living in the months of winter, the season of winter, God wants us to make use of every opportunity in our lives. During winter, the days are shorter and the night is longer. Secondly, during winter, one keeps himself or herself closer to a heat source. During winter, the temperature drops suddenly. People need to keep themselves warmed up. If the temperature of our body suddenly goes down, shivering takes place and so many other things will take place in the human body. So we can't allow the body to feel much adverse temperatures, the lower temperatures. Body cannot function normally. So it's important to get connected to maintain required heat that falls on our body to maintain our body in the required temperature for it to function. As we are living in the evil days, in the evil world, it is very important to keep ourselves closer to the source of energy. It is important to keep ourselves closer to the source of strength and protection. It's important that we need to keep ourselves closer to the source of heat as we are living in the winter, as we are living in the evil time on the face of this earth. It's very important to keep ourselves closer to the source of strength, to the source of protection. When Peter was walking closer with Jesus, 
everything was going on well. He could walk on the water. He could experience all the miracles. He could enjoy the presence of God. He could be in the top of the mountain, Mount of Transfiguration. He could see all the miracles that Jesus performed. But when he started following Jesus at a distance, Bible says at some point of time in the life of Peter, he started instead of coming to the closer to the heat source, he started following Jesus at a distance. When Jesus was taken before the Sanhedrin for trial, and we all know that Peter ended up in denying Jesus. It's very important that we walk closer to God. You know, this morning, can you just grab your attention for a second? It's important that we walk closer to God. It's important that we don't walk away from God. Remember the story of lost sheep. One sheep, it just went away, away from the shepherd. The one sheep that went away and away from the rest of the sheep was lost. Remember the story of the lost coin. Remember the story of the lost son. The younger son who took his position and he went away from the father's house to spend his life in a very wasteful way. He moved away from the heat source. And during this time of winter, God is telling us, do not move away from God. He moved away from the one who gave him shelter. He moved away from the one who gave him protection. It is important not to turn away from God. In this morning, I want you to listen to this. It's very important, people are people of God. We can never afford to turn away from God. It's important to walk closer to him. Going away from God multiplies sorrow in our lives. Going away from God multiples multiplies trouble in our lives. Psalmist says in Psalm 16 verse 4, their sorrows shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. Their sorrows multiply. Their sorrows shall multiply. You know, this morning I want you to listen to me. God is very particular. He's speaking to you. Our sorrow multiplies when we hasten after another God, this morning my question is, who is your another God? Who is your another God? What are you behind after? What are you up to? Who is your another God? Is it money? Is it your job? Is it your luxury? Is it something that entices you and entertains you? Who is your another God? Their sorrows shall be multiplied. Such people will have rest never in their lives. What are you behind? If you are hastening after another God, sorrow will multiply. This morning God is telling you, you need to be content with what you have. You know, sometimes we feel that our God, we don't, we prayed and we prayed and we prayed, but we don't seem to be receiving anything from God. Okay, come on, let's do something else now. We are taking a first step to get into multiples of sorrow. Their sorrow shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. God is telling us this morning, come back to the source. 
If you don't listen to this, if you don't hear this this morning, the tendency is to go away from God. And where are we today with your walk with the Lord? It is important to be connected with the Lord. Jesus said in John chapter 15, verses 5 and 6. Can you read that with me? I am the wine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, what is the result? What is the impact? He is cast out as a branch and is withered and then they gather them up throw them into the fire and they are burnt their sorrows multiply you are getting burnt today because you are not after god you are after something else this morning i want you to bring out that what is it something else that you are after stop running Stop going behind those things in your life. You need to say, stop doing those things. Otherwise, life will never end. You will never be at peace. You will never settle down. Nothing will satisfy you. This morning, God is telling you, you need to take a step and just stop doing those things. Start running. Stop running behind those things. Start seeking God. Keep ourselves connected with the wine. It's important. That's the reason you have church. That's the reason you need to connect with Sunday morning church. Connect with Bible study, prayer, listen to sermon, listen to the word of God, and support church and provide church, provide those who don't have. Bring ourselves closer to the source, the author and the finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ. During the season of winter, during the downtime, during the time when you're low, it's very important to get connected with the source who is the life giver. In this year, keep yourself connected with the church. Keep yourself connected with the people of God. That'll help you to get connected with the source that gives you strength and courage. Number three, plants and trees, they go dormant during winter and animals hibernate themselves during winter plants and trees they go dormant and animals hibernate for survival reasons in order to effectively utilize the limited resources that are available such as sunlight you get very limited sunlight even though there is sunlight you don't get much intensity you don't get much power limited sunlight it's a limited heat that's available for plants. The limited photosynthesis is what can happen in the plant. First of all, they don't have leaves. And photosynthesis, you need more energy, more oxygen, more uh, sunlight. They are limited, limited resources. Limited availability of vegetation for animals. Limited options for hunting for animals. They tend to hibernate. Plants and trees, they go dormant and animals hibernate during winter. There are times in our lives we need to slow down. There are times in our lives we should not push ourselves. Listen to me. Instead of pushing ourselves, we need to slow down and we need to wait on God. At times in our spiritual life, we are under the attack of enemy. We have a real enemy. We are dealing with the real God and we also deal with the real enemy, the devil. We are under the attack of the devil. 
There are times we become cold. There are times we feel that we are in our dark days. And God is telling us we need to slow down. We need to dormant. We need to hibernate ourselves. Listen to me carefully. During that time, during this particular time, if we are not careful, anything can go wrong. Are you with me? During this season, if you are not slowing down, if you are not hibernating, if you are not germaning ourselves, anything can go wrong. David was in his downtime in his life in some particular point of time. While relaxing and when he was walking in the balcony, in the roof, he saw a beautiful woman bathing and he sinned. Peter, in his low season, he had no motivation to follow Jesus at that moment. Except fear and anxiety, he denied the Lord. It's time that we need to slow down from what you're doing. And we need to hibernate and we need to wait on the Lord. Elijah, when he was afraid of Jezebel for life, he prayed to God to take away his life. Elijah, probably you could have slowed down a bit until you receive, until the angel comes. Why did you make that prayer? He made that prayer because he was in a haste. To run, to run, to run away from Jezebel. Samson, in his weakness, went to Delilah and he lost his strength. Abraham, instead of being dormant, he tried to act by his own strength. He went to Agar. There are many stories in the Bible we can go on and on. When people need to slow down, they were trying to do something and they were not according to the will of God. When we try to do things in haste, when we try to run, thinking that it may be an option, it may be an option, it may be an opportunity, we get into trouble. And God is telling you this morning, you need to slow down. Come on, you need to slow down. There are times in our lives we need to be dormant and hibernating ourselves. Today, you may be thinking that you are not being useful to anyone. You may be thinking that you are isolated. You may be thinking that you are not in touch with the rest of the world for a couple of years now. And this morning, this word is coming towards you. You think that days are getting wasted. You think that, Lord, what am I doing on the face of this earth? Why am I alive on the face of this earth? I'm not useful to somebody. I'm not able to see somebody. I'm not able to meet with anybody. I'm just dormant. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. What am I doing on the face of this earth, Lord? That may be your question. God is telling you this morning, wait on the Lord. This is a waiting time for you. Don't you know that? Don't you realize that this is the waiting time for you? I want to turn your attention to a couple of scriptures right now. David says he's waiting for a reason. You know, Bible very clearly says we are not just waiting like people of the world. Instead, we are waiting with hope. Everyone who waited on the Lord... They waited and they waited with their hope. You know, that makes a difference from you and the one who is not having Jesus. Waiting on the Lord. We are not just wasting our time. We are waiting with hope. At times we sorrow with hope. We wait the same way we wait with hope. David says in Psalm 62 verse 5, My soul, beautiful scripture, wait silently for God alone. And what? My expectation is from him. It's not just the first half of the verse. 
It's a complete verse. Today you are waiting. Do you feel that you are not useful to anybody? You are waiting in your life. You feel that you are hibernating. You feel that nobody is caring about you today. You are waiting silently. Why? Because your help, your expectation is going to come from the Lord. Peter writes this very clearly. He says, in fact, you wait on the Lord so that God can lift you up. 1 Peter 5, 6, let's read that together. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. And this is what God is about to do in your life in this year. Your waiting will come to an end. And when that comes to an end, God will do great things in your life. And until that takes place, God wants you to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Do not just jump around. Do not just freak out. Do not just cry. Just wait. Do not try to do anything. It's not your season yet. It's the time that you need to wait because you are in the winter. You are living in a shorter days and the night seems to be longer in your life during this time. And you're trying to come closer to the heat source during the season. Not only that, it is the time that God wants you to wait to gain your energy, gain your strength. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. I have seen men and women of God jumping before their time, before their season, falling into the trap of the enemy. God wants you to wait so that God may exalt you in due time. And you know what? God is going to renew your strength. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Plants remain inactive during the season, knowing that the spring is going to come. And God is telling you this morning, you wait on the Lord. If you wait on the Lord, you will renew your strength and you will mount up with wings like eagles and your next season is going to come because you need to run so that you will not become weary and you need to walk and you will not faint. And for that to happen, God wants you to be inactive, be dormant during this season that you are in, during the season of your winter. In the life of a child of God, such inactive moments are a clear indication that God is going to lift you up very soon. And this morning I want to tell you before I close, do not lose heart in your waiting time. You know, many times waiting is very troublesome. And God is telling you, do not lose heart when you are waiting. God will bring you up. God will lift you up and wait. Slow down. The good news is that the year 2022 is a year of good things, of God doing things, new things in your life. And God wants you to get ready. Today you may be living through your winter season, but the season is going to change. Spring is just around the corner. The trees, they know about it. The animals and all the creations of nature are of God. The nature knows the spring is around the corner. Children of God, God wants you to know that God is going to great things, do great things in the coming days in your life. I'm just going to close now to summarize, as I summarize, shorter days and longer nights 
or the indication that we are living in our winter keeping ourselves closer to the heat source is what is needed plants and trees go dormant and animals hibernate that's what God expects us to do during this season God wants us to work work when there is day because the night is coming and no one can work during night during the trouble sometimes it is better to walk closer to God than walking away from God and this morning God is calling you and your waiting is not going to become a waste and your waiting is not going to be there forever spring is just around the corner and God is about to lift you up shall we all just pray this morning